Moving into hour number two, what's going on? My name is Jim Rome. Welcome to the program. We already had A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith on. Coming up in hour number three, Charvarius Ward, cornerback for the 49ers, meaning this hour is open to you. I'm still kind of laughing at David Tustin Ranch. I'm not laughing at him. I'm laughing, well, a little bit. I'm laughing about the situation, though. <laughs> this is a guy that came on the program last week, and I think he started off by saying, hey, Rome, longtime listener, I haven't called, like, in 20 years. And now he's called, like, 20 times in the last two days. It's that jungle dopamine. It's like once you get that fix, once you get that first injection, the jungle drug, it's like you can't stop. It's like what they say about crack. Don't ever do it. Don't ever do it. Don't ever do crack. Don't even do meth. Don't even do it once. Crack is whack. Crack is whack. And if you do it once, you might become addicted. Or worse yet, you might die. That's kind of like the jungle drug, the jungle dopamine. Some of you come in, like ask Eric in Orlando. Eric in Orlando comes in, does one really good thing, and he hasn't stopped. I can't shake the guy at all. Well, my buddy Eric in Orlando. Ask him, the jungle drug, the jungle dopamine. Dave and Tustin Ranch, another example of that. All right, 1-800-636-8686. New topic for you. We talked last hour about the fact that Detroit gets to keep their young, hot offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson. Great. Awesome for them. Awesome. They get to run it back, take another shot. Bobby Slowick of the Texans also gets a big raise. Well done, Nick Casario, my man, legendary clone, legendary NFL executive. That's what you do. Give him a chance to run it back one more time because it might take just one more opportunity for either one of those teams to go the distance. So that's good. It's good for both of them, not so good for the commanders, especially because the commanders allegedly, reportedly thought that Johnson was their guy. And then you hear, no, 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 that's not true. We were never locked in on him. We were spooked by his asking price. Come on. Spooked by the asking price. You know what's more believable than that to me? That Johnson didn't take the job because he was spooked by what Irvin might post on the X about him. Come on. Come on. What, the commanders are worried about an asking price for a coach? When you're trying to get back on path? Come on. Moving on to the next thing. Now, y'all know that guy who thinks that rambling on and spewing and talking and talking and talking and making bleep up somehow makes it better. That guy is like, well, half the callers to my program. No offense to that guy or half the callers to my program, but y'all know it's true. You know who the callers are and you know who that guy is. That guy is Jarrah, Jerry Jones. Owner of the Cowboys, Frigera, rambling on and on and spewing diarrhea from the mouth is his solution to everything. And it would stand to reason that if you spew enough diarrhea from the mouth, you're going to get diarrhea of the gums, diarrhea of the gingivitis. Anyway, for the owner and president, and GM of team content. The solution to every problem is to find the nearest microphone, the nearest camera, the nearest recording device, and let the Rhea fly. So, of course, Albie, I got it. Thank you. 
The only thing worse than hearing myself live is hearing myself on tape at the same time. Anyway, so of course, what did Jarrah do? Jarrah fuels up the jet, and Jarrah heads to the Senior Bowl in Mobile. Why does Jarrah have to be there? Why? Yo, I know, I know, because he's evaluating talent, of course. Why else? Because anybody who matters is there as well. And there will be an assembled media there. So why would he not be there? Of course he was going to be there. Everybody expected 30 minutes of Jera spewing at the Senior Bowl. And what would the Senior Bowl be without Jera? What would the Senior Bowl be without Jera? Said nobody ever. Yet there he was. Yet there he was. Holding court in Mobile as only Jera can. Making about as much sense as only Jera can't. Flapping those geriatric gums and just spewing mountains of diarrhea from his mouth. So, we all waited. We all waited. What were the big takeaways? Now that he's had a couple of weeks to process the latest total and complete playoff failure for the Cowboys. He's had a few weeks to think about it. So here he is. What were the takeaways, Jera? Well, at least he's come to terms with the truth that what he has here is a complete and utter playoff failure. At least the old man owned that. Well, I think that uh, we, as a team, uh, laid an egg. Correct, Jera. We, as a team, laid an egg. Uh, laid an egg. About the most geriatric way to put it, we laid an egg. Laid an egg. It's accurate, though. You did lay an egg. Laid an egg. You fell on your faces. You gagged. You choked. You took an enormous dump in your pants. A more contemporary (laughs) phrase, if you want to mix that one in, Jera. You know what we did? Is this thing on? We all, you got your diapers on? I got mine on. We all took a gigantic dump in our pants. Yeah, a big dump in your pants. Well, Jerry, you got that one right. You got that right for once. You're making sense for once. Even if the statement was the most obvious statement of all time, and even you couldn't spin it. Sort of. Every Cowboy fan knows you laid an egg, Jerry. Laid an egg. Why don't you tell your fan base something it doesn't already know? Tell all of us something we don't already know. That's not news to anybody. What Cowboy fan wants to know, not that you laid an egg or took a dump in your pants. What Cowboy fan wants to know, Jarrah, is what the hell are you going to do about it? Cowboy fan wants to know what you're going to do to make sure that yet another collapse in the biggest game of the season does not happen again next year. Cowboy fan wants a reason to legitimately believe that anything is ever going to get better. Ever. Unfortunately for you, Cowboy fan, Jera did not give you a reason to believe that anything is going to get better. Because while he does admit that they laid an egg, he doesn't seem that broken up about laying that egg. Yes, they laid an egg. But, but, there's a but. According to Jera, quote, at least they were around the rim. 
whatever the hell that means. I thought we made a pretty good move four years ago when we hired Mike McCarthy. And he's had some great uh, in-season success. Now, he's come up short three times, three times, and advanced us in the playoff. Okay? But I like the fact that he's hanging around the rim. And I like what the team has done to uh, to hang around the rim. So I think uh, uh, what the answer that I would have is that I'm aware that we're hanging around the rim. Uh, We're not getting the ball in, but we're hanging around the rim. Uh, Let's don't uh, uh, discount hanging around the rim. I mean, dude, at some point, when do you pull this guy back and not let him be the mouthpiece of the organization? Who says around the rim? Hanging Hanging around the the rim. rim. Hanging around the rim. Hanging around the rim. Mike McCarthy's hanging around the rim. Hanging around the rim. Not unless there's a Big Mac up on it, he's not. Hanging around the rim. Hanging around the rim. At least he's not hanging from the rim. Or he'd Darvin Ham that thing, man. There'd be glass everywhere. Hanging around the rim. I mean, Jared, that's not a thing. That's not a phrase. Nobody says that. Nobody says that, and nobody says that over and over and over again. How many times did he say, we're hanging around the rim, we're not putting the ball in, but we're hanging around the rim? I don't think you can discount that we're hanging around the rim. rim. Hey, Jerry, if you want to use a basketball analogy, and that's not one, that's not a thing. That's not a saying. That's not a phrase. But if you want to use a basketball analogy, if the ball never goes in the hole, you never win. And did you notice at the very top of that, he mixed in, I thought we did a pretty good job when we hired Mike McCarthy. He's had some in-season success. Well, there it is. All your cards are on the table. That's all I give a damn about. In-season success. If you're expecting us to have success in the postseason, forget about it. We're not about that. We're about hanging around the rim. Hanging around the rim. Or, or am I missing it? Am I missing it? Is this some, some sort of creepy drinking game? Are we supposed to take a shot of whiskey and cough up a lung every time you say, hanging around the rim? <laughs> Jarrah. Excuse me. All right. Hanging around the rim. <laughs> Do you think that you are on Bourbon Street right now, leaving half your face and half your lung? Twenty percent of me has been left on Bourbon Street. <laughs> it'd be it'd be funny if it weren't true. Hey, Jared. Do you know where you are right now? Because where you are right now is two weeks removed from yet another gigantic playoff disgrace. You're standing right here in front of a media gaggle, which in fact means you're speaking to your fans, you're speaking to the entire world. Everybody's waiting for some kind of answer as to how you're going to fix this thing. How are you going to fix this thing once and for all? How are you going to make sure you don't take another big dump in your pants the next time you hit a huge game? Nobody wants to hear you're happy hanging around the rim, old man. Nobody even knows what that means. Not only do we not want to hear it, we don't get it. We don't know what that means. What? We're all good because we keep barreling up warning track shots. Didn't want any of that. 
Cowboy fan, don't worry. Don't worry, it gets better. Because right after Jarrett said he's happy hanging around the rim five times, he also said he's totally all in this coming year. I would anticipate with looking ahead at our key contracts that we'd like to address, we'll be all in. I would anticipate we'll be all in at the end of this year. Well, okay, you you would anticipate we'd be all in? What does that mean? You would anticipate being all in? Yeah, I would think, I would anticipate the same thing, Jared. You know why? You're the Dallas bleeping Cowboys. So yes, I would anticipate that you'd be all in. You know why else? You're 81 years old. I would really anticipate you being all in. And I would also anticipate it because I thought you had a made-to-win roster right now. I thought you were already all in. I thought you were already all in. Does that not beg the question? Since you make a point of saying, I anticipate that we're all in, were you not all in before? Were you not all in last year? Are you telling Cowboy fan that you didn't do everything possible to win last year, but you're totally going to do everything possible to win next year? Man, the last thing Dallas Cowboy fan wants to hear right now is that Jera is finally going to get serious about winning one. Yeah, sure he's not. In other words, you were doing everything you could to win in previous years, or you weren't. Not if you're all in right now. No, you weren't doing everything you could because you weren't all in. What you were doing was everything you could to separate people from their money and get them to look at you and talk about you. And now you're all in. Hey, Cowboy fan, how's that feel? How's that grab you? Cowboy fans got to be so tired of this bull crap. The never-ending stream of BS that never changes and never fixes anything or makes anything better. I'm sure a Cowboy fan right now is just channeling that one dude who called this program during the beef segment last week. Remember this guy. My beef is with Jera. Dude, get over yourself. Daniel Snyder thinks you're more self-absorbed than he is. Die already. I'm out. Hook him. Die already. Listen, I want to be very clear about this. I'm calling this guy out. I'm questioning this guy and checking him for what he's saying. But I'm not calling for him to die. I am not calling for Jerry to die. I am not calling for Jerry to die. But this guy is... Die already! I'm out! Hook him! He didn't say diarrhea. He said die already. Die already! Sad thing is, nothing is ever going to change with the Cowboys until that one thing changes. Because that one thing is the one common thread for the past 30 plus years since they won anything that matters. And we know for Jera, it is ride or die already. Die already! He's not changing. So get ready for more of the same, Cowboy fan, even if you are, quote, all in next season. What's really going to change? We'll be all in. He was also going on about how we need to run the ball more effectively. We need to stop the run, too. All right. Fair enough. How about that whole quarterback thing? You want to get around to that at all? How about you need better play from your quarterback? 
There's your update from Jera. We've been around the rim, so it's good. But next year, we'll rim. be all in. We'll be all in. Again, the question, if you haven't been all in, what have you been? Partially in, part of the way in, around the rim. Hanging around the rim. Tom Pelissero, busy at it again. He reports, hey, Commander fan, I warned you. Actually, Seattle Seahawk team, I warned you too. They took my advice. I said, do not let this guy out of the building. According to at Tom Pelissero, the Seahawks plan to hire Mike McDonald as their head coach. Per sources, Commander fan, did I or did I not say you should be walking around town with a cup because you were about to get blasted in the package again? Shefty, quote, a youth movement in Seattle. Seahawks are expected to hire Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald as their new head coach. Alvy, you're only encouraging him, Alvy. Hey, Alvy, can you hear me? Alvy's like, I keep forgetting. trying to read a post from Adam Schefter, Alvin. Quote, a youth movement in Seattle. Seahawks are expected to hire Ravens defense coordinator Mike McDonald as their new head coach. League sources tell ESPN they're still finalizing the deal, but Seattle has its man at 36. McDonald now becomes the NFL's youngest head coach. All right, so what's that mean to Baltimore? Very, very good defense. I think they'll still be a good defense, but that's not a positive development. But then again, this is what the NFL is, right? Minute by minute, things change. Except for the commanders. They can't get anybody to take their job. I don't know. I think you're overthinking it. I know, I know, I know you all want fresh. Young, handsome, innovative, creative. You don't want that old school, line them up, punch them in the face, move the sticks. I want control. I don't know. I think Mike Vrabel is a pretty damn good coach. I think you're overthinking it. If you don't want a 71-year-old hood, I get that. If you don't want 72-year-old Pete Carroll, I get that. But if you want a 46 or 47-year-old Mike Vrabel who's available, why wouldn't you do that? League is getting younger and younger and younger. Because it sucks to lose. So Seattle gets their guy. One for 3C1. Quote, I'm just hanging around 7-Eleven for the wine. Regards, Jarrah. Hey, Van Smack, Big Mike is hanging around the rim, and so are the Cowboys. Yeah, the toilet rim. Hanging around the rim. It's just a weird phrase. Like, what does that mean, Jarrah? Hanging around the rim. Hanging around the rim. Hanging around the rim. Well, so you're just in the paint. That's not legal either. You can't just park it in the paint. You can't post up in the paint. Not, not 
for 35 years you can't, hanging around the rim. Hanging around the rim. Yeah, we're just making good contact. We just keep hitting the ball hard. We keep hitting the ball hard, deep and short. Hanging around the rim. Dude's making no sense whatsoever. All right, so Seattle fan, 12s, if you want to come in, what do you think? You get Mike McDonald as your new head coach. Yeah. Did a great job with that defense. 36. Where does that leave the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, especially? That was their best look at it ever. That was set. It was all set up. They're at home. They're the one seed. Joe Burrow's out. Kansas City was allegedly not what they were supposed to be. They're on the road for the first time in Patrick Mahomes' career in the postseason. It was all set up. Top five defense. Lamar, the MVP, soon to be MVP for the second time. And they get blown out again. So where does that leave them? All right, we're open phones. I've got Chavarius Ward coming up next hour. I want telephone calls. There's no reason not to call. There's so many things to call about. Also, I want to talk about a legendary tequila bender. That one hits a little close to home, doesn't it? Thank you, Albie. Gracias, Albie. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. So if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you're stuck in and what your options are for getting rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of terrible timeshares for over a decade now and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. They might be able to help you, too. To get the facts about the timeshare industry and how it works and what your options are for cancellation, simply call Wesley right now. Your timeshare exit kit is free. And find out how you can become timeshare free by calling 800-462-3333, 462-3333. You're listening to the Jim Rome Show. So last segment I talked about how a couple of NFL insiders were talking about how Mike McDonald was in negotiations with and going to end up with Seattle. Tom Palacero now on the X says, quote, the Seahawks are giving Mike McDonald a six-year deal for sources, locking in their young new head coach for the long haul. So that's a commitment. I mean, a commitment to a young guy. Youngest coach in the league. He's 36. Defensive-minded, six-year deal. Commanders, still on the outside looking in. got a deal. Seattle, you got a deal. With Mike McDonald, and it's six years. Hey, Seattle. Hey, Seattle, you got your head coach. Hey, Washington, you don't. Go Hawks. Hey, Seattle. All right, so in the meantime, let's go to the phones. 1-800-636-8686. Let's go to the district. Tim in D.C. Hey, Tim, good to have you. What's up? Hey, Jim. Thanks so much. Hey, um, I don't think you've got it right with what's going on in the DMV uh, regarding uh, sports. Uh, we got losers 
and basketball, baseball. We're good at this. Uh, we're not Buffalo. We're not uh, Philadelphia. We know how to lose in this town. You got it all wrong, man. Um, and, and we don't have a coach. Well, take a look at the bench. Take a look at the team. You know, we haven't got a team either. You know, so who's who's going to coach anyway? Uh, you know, um, uh, listen, uh, we haven't seen anything since Shanahan. He was 8-8. Eight and eight. Uh, Danny pissed all over him. And the, the Danny Hex is staying with his boy out there in San Francisco. So San Fran fans get used to it. Uh, you got the Danny Hex uh, in the uh, uh, on the pants of uh, your your coach. And um, by the way, uh, die Jerry. I'm out. I stand corrected. Y'all are a bunch of losers in the district, and you've got nothing to look forward Loser. to. Your football team sucks. Your baseball team sucks. Your basketball team sucks. Life sucks. Give up, man. Just find a place to lie down and die. Nothing good going on in the district. I got it all wrong. You're all losers. Ask Tim. My man, I didn't say it was all great. Die already! I didn't say it was all great. I'm the one saying y'all should be walking around with protective cups because every time you turn any which way, you get blasted in your package. A kick in the stick. What I'm saying of what I'm saying is, I also said two decades of damage of the Dan bleeping all over the franchise is not going to get solved overnight. What I am saying is, it's not a bad situation for a prospective head coach. What I'm saying is, it's a better situation for a prospective head coach. What I'm saying is, it's not going to change overnight. But it could change. There are some positives. The Dan is no longer there. Urinating all over the franchise. You have a new ownership group. You have the second pick overall. You could get yourself a franchise quarterback with that second pick overall. You have a very good salary cap situation. There are positives. That's what I said. What I'm saying is, even though nobody wants that job, it's still a pretty good opportunity for somebody if you could get somebody to take that job. You then took what I said, that, and said, no, 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 no. You got it all wrong. Everything here sucks. All our teams suck. You don't get it. I'm not talking about all your teams. We're not talking about your baseball team. We're not talking about your basketball team. We're just talking about your football situation and whether or not a prospective coach would want to come in and take that job. Your baseball team did win a World Series less than five years ago. Sorry, no, 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 no. You suck because you don't win it every single year. Hey, listen, I get it. I don't live there. I'm sitting here in California. Who am I to tell you what your situation is? If you're in the DMV or you're in the district and you want to tell me I got it all wrong, we suck, who am I to argue with you? I agree, my brother. You suck. We get to suck on that all week. Problem is, your hockey team also won the Stanley Cup in the last six years. Because it sucks the least. I don't know. I'll give you this. The Wizards suck.
I'll give you that. Wow, my man. My man's like, you got it all wrong, dude. Life sucks. Everything here sucks. We're not winners like the Bills. Hey, Mafia, no offense, but, I mean, you know. You're still looking to win it all. Anyway. Anyway, DMV, district, you tell me. Am I barking up the wrong tree? And am I supporting the wrong thing? Is there no hope? (laughs) This is great. Is there no hope whatsoever? Is there no reason for optimism whatsoever? Is there no reason to get out of bed in the morning? Is there no hope? Because everything sucks. Just trying to help you here, Commander fan. I'm being real with you. I'm saying walk around with a cup on because you're going to get blasted in the package again. It's already happened three times. But does everything suck? Does life suck? I don't know. You got that Stanley Cup. They can't take that from you. You got that World Series. They can't take that from you. And you got rid of the Dan. They can't take that from you. 1-800-636-8686. You get to suck on that all week. I mean, if that's the, if that's the way it is, if there is no hope and life sucks that badly, then that's one team I never have to talk about ever again. Living in a world of suck. We don't have to watch them. We don't have to talk about them. I don't have to include them in big head bets. I don't have to do anything with them. They, they don't exist. Well, they do, but they suck. That's rich. That's rich. Hey, man, stop giving us credit. We suck. Stop saying things yeah, are getting better. Sucks. You don't get it. We suck. You're wrong, radio man. This team has things sucked. are not getting better around here, all right? Drivers you suck. think, you think that you'd be grateful that a national voice is trying to protect you from getting blasted in the stick again. No, no, no. I mean, I try to tell you. I try to tell you, hey, hey be ready. It's going to happen again. And this guy's like, yeah, 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 no kidding. No kidding, Sherlock. We know what's going to happen again. It happens all the time to us. We live here. We know. This dude's like, let me tell you something, man. That cup that you told me to put on, it's already surgically applied. It never comes off. It's there forever. I will never take it off. All right. All right. I I can try to make the argument on your behalf, or I can just accept what that guy said, and why waste the breath, man? Why waste the energy? Why, Why put out good vibes for the district when everything sucks? All right. Thanks for the heads up. I wish I had known that before. I wouldn't have wasted my breath. All right. Anyway, more telephone calls when we come back. Just not about the district. It's a waste of time. Hey, dude, I'm not arguing. I don't live there. You're right. I don't know, man. Hey, I just, I remember I'm old enough to know the Redskins were once great. I'm not saying it'll ever be like that ever again. Joe Gibbs ain't walking through that door. The Hogs ain't walking through that door. But it doesn't mean that it can't be fixed. It's just not going to happen overnight. 
All right, when we come back, telephone calls and an all-time tequila radio. Listen up, not all beef jerky is the same. Old Trapper's original old-fashioned teriyaki, hot and spicy, and peppered, all come in four-ounce bags. That way you can sample different flavors and find the best one for you. Ask for Old Trapper by name because no other jerky compares Old Trapper. What is your beef? So I'm looking at something on the X. It's a picture of Dan Quinn. And he's at the airport. Somebody snapped a photograph of him after his interview with the commanders. Suited up. Got a tie. My man looks weary. He looks weary, and it looks like, he just looks like the interview did not go very well. Once again, no. Maybe it didn't. Hey, my man, the good news is Mike McDonald went to Seattle. Well, that's bad news for you. How about Dan Quinn? Like, Seattle knew Dan Quinn. Seattle was all about that until they weren't. Notice everybody is going young. Look at who's still out there again. Quinn is still available. Vrabel is still available. The Hood is still available. Pete Carroll's name hasn't come up even once since Seattle let him know that he was no longer uh, necessary. Young, young, young. Dan Quinn looks weary. Maybe that's why he didn't get the job. Maybe he looked weary. Maybe he sat down and was weary. We're taking telephone calls right now. Let's go to San Antonio, Mike. Good to have you on the show, Mike. How are you? Rome, help me understand this fascination with run-dominant QBs. I mean, dude, haven't we seen at this point that these guys aren't buttoned up to win a Lombardi? Michael Vick. Cam Newton, Kaepernick, and now LeChoke Jackson. What's going on, brother? Dudes were mocking me for picking the Chiefs over these guys, and they took a fat dump, like you said. I don't know who's more delusional. Brock Purdy fans think they're going to walk into Vegas and take on Kermit and the boys, or those Charger fans who think Jim Harbaugh is going to lead the Chargers to a Super Bowl and win out. Mike San Antonio, I I mean, at least everybody's uplifting today. At least everybody's upbeat today. At least the tone is positive today. Man. Heavy much? I don't think it's a matter of run-happy quarterbacks not getting it done. The Ravens and Lamar picked a bad day to have a bad day. Lamar had a bad day. I'm not going to sit here and defend Lamar. Lamar had a bad day. Lamar is your MVP. The MVP cannot show up as a one seed at home and play as poorly as he did. And I'm not going to say, yeah, well, the game plan sucked. Why'd they get away from the run? I mean, yeah, that. But still, Lamar is the MVP. Lamar is the two-time MVP. Lamar made it very clear to everybody he was all about one thing. Not even the MVP. One thing. The Lombardi. The hardware. All in. In everything he was doing. Once that contract got done, especially once that contract get done, got done. And then when the moment comes, what happens? 
he again plays really poorly. He's holding on to the ball too long. He's turning over the ball. He's making bad throws. He's making bad decisions. Guy had a bad game. He had a bad game when he had to have a great game. Even the defense, as good as the defense was in the second half, and they were, they did not get off to a good start. Kansas City comes in and immediately sets the tone. Sure, they shut them down in the second half, but not in the beginning when they had those two scores. Because then all of a sudden, Baltimore is back on its heels. And Baltimore is starting to panic. To me, organizationally, they took a dump in their pants. But Lamar did too. There's no defending the guy. He's your MVP. One guy played like it, and one guy didn't. Mahomes went in there and did what he always does. And unfortunately for Ravens fan, Lamar did what he always does on the big stage. And that's going to be the narrative. And it's going to stay the narrative. And the narrative's fair until he flips that thing. It's not because he's a run for his quarterback. He's gotten better at throwing the ball. He's gotten better at throwing the ball. He's gotten better about being in the pocket. However, on Sunday, he was in the pocket holding on to the ball way too long and missing throws that he can't miss. Missing throws that he doesn't miss. He had a bad day. They all had a bad day. They picked a bad day to have a bad day, and now they're at home. And they just lost their D coordinator. (laughs) I think a lot of you callers are having a bad day. It's gotten heavy up in here. I'm trying to be upbeat. But still, my favorite is the guy in the district saying, hey, man, stop saying nice things about us. Stop being positive, man. You don't get it. You don't get us. You're wrong. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Let's go to the high desert, Woody. Hey, Woody, how are you? Hey, hey Woody, 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 Woody. Before you answer, hopefully not good. Today is not a day where we're being positive, all right? If you have anything positive to say, take it someplace else. Hang up right now. We don't want anything positive around here. Okay, okay, all right. Well, I want to take a run at Frisco fan. Good. Hey, Frisco fan. Hey, you guys had to play with the likes of uh, Green Bay and uh, Detroit. Well, Kansas City had to deal with with Bills Mafia and Baltimore. And I'll tell you, they're a much better team than those other two teams. Why don't you ask them how our ass tastes right about now? And uh, underdogs? Really? Underdogs? Kansas City's an underdog? Come on now. You know, give us some credit for real. You know, hey, everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the mouth. And that pretty face, big clock, he's going to get smashed, I tell you. Anyway, Rome, love your show. War, lady clones, and yep, yep. Yep, 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 yep. Dude, I can tell you love the show. You hit every single clone cliche ever. Clone got a clone. Like, that entire phone call was just one clone cliche and jungle drop strung together my man alvin could have just fired that off drop by drop by drop by drop by drop by drop by drop i bet i bet if i let alvin do that i bet if you replayed that phone call alvin could match up a drop for every single statement that guy just made you know bam 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 and for my liking dude given the tone of the program today that was a little bit too upbeat a little bit too energetic I want morose. Look it up. I want morose. I want downtrodden. Look that one up. I want heavy. And I definitely don't want positive. I want existential 
dread. I know, clones. I'm using really big words. They all kind of equate to the same thing. Super heavy. With no reason to look forward to anything. (laughs) Trying to keep it positive. I really am. Except you don't want me to. Here's something ironic. This guy's usually pretty heavy and pretty negative. But I bet today he's not. Let's go to Bob in L.A. Find out. Hey, Bob, what's up? Hey, Jimbo. Bob in L.A. Well, I can't give you any... Bob, how do you not know? You don't like that Not Bob. Bob, you've never done that. Not you, Bob. Bob. You of all people. You, yeah. You gave me no choice but to run your ass down. Of all the people... To reset who he is and where he's calling from. Hey, Bob, two things. Of all the dramatic things, Bob. Two things, Bob. The second we hear your voice, we know who you are. And secondarily, it is a rule of the program. When I say Bob in L.A. or any name in any town, if you reset your name in town, you're going to get your ass run down. Run his ass down. How do you not know that, Bob? You of all people, Bob. What the hell is going on around here today? Stay tuned.